0: To another episode of Home Sweet Home. Hey, hey, my name is Rod McCall.
1: What's up, everybody? I'm Bryce
0: Rungi. Today's episode is going to be about divorce, but from the perspective or through the lens of our kids. Yeah, welcome, everybody. You know, Bryce and I, we've been uh, working with kids for a long time. We've gone through divorce, we've seen the impact that it has had on kids. I'm um, married, remarried, and I got stepkids. Um, Bryce, you're uh, remarried, and I am. you know your son's having issues of you know two families. He's now got uh, stepbrothers and stepsisters, and you know. So we talked. We were thinking about you know some of the issues when we're talking about divorce from an adult or from a parent perspective. But how often do folks consider the impact that divorce can have on kids?
1: Right. Yeah. How, I, I don't think many people do because they're too self-centered, focus on their needs, right? And so they're not. They're not. Hey, what does this look like from a lens through a a lens from a child? Like, what about their
0: needs? You're absolutely right. I know that it was hard for me to think about Eric when I was in those first days, weeks of of the divorce, and it is hard to always remember that. Even though it's you and the ex going through the breakup, the kids are going through it too, right. And so in preparation for today's episode, we actually went and talked to a number of people, number of kids who have gone through divorce, some relatively simple and painless, to some that were very hostile. And so we you know we wanted to make this as authentic as we can, I mean, we always do, but to be able to talk from or about the perspective of a kid or through the lens of a child, we wanted to get input from kids who have gone through this. So as we go through today and share with you what we've learned, it's there's a lot of experience in talking with students over the years and sharing some of their thoughts and opinions. So that maybe if you go through divorce as a parent or as a kid, uh, some of the stuff might be of help to you. Right. So
1: as we unpack today's episode, um, keep in mind, like, if, you're, if you've been through it or you're going through it, like, this is, this is all uncharted territory, right? Um, there's a lot of uncertainty. Um, and as an adult, you, you could probably, well... Most people can handle it, um, but think of that. Like it's it, you, if you're struggling with the uncertainty, it's uncharted territory. Like I said, um, imagine what a kid's going through. They don't have, um, I don't know. I, I'm not going to downplay a, a child's ability to think, but they, you know, that their mindset, right They're, they have their perspective is is completely different. Like if it's uncertain for you, how does it feel for the
0: kid? And that's the big kicker. Uh, They they see it from, and and that's where I really enjoyed talking to the various uh, kids that we did interview before today's episode, getting again, some of their input, getting, you know, listening to what was going through their mind as their parents went through divorce. And I guess one of the first things that popped out to me was they want to be able to love both mom and dad. Right that being forced to choose one parent over another. Uh, and, and in fact, that was the number one response that we have gotten from all the ones that we interviewed. Look, I want to love mom and dad equally. And I really hate that you're trying to make me pick. Right. And, and we talked last episode about it's easy as a parent to say, I want you to hate You're, you know, the, you know, the other parent as much as I am currently hating them. Right. And I know that that, that's, that's, that's having a really negative perspective. um, Cause the kids are going, look, I, I, I have a lot of fond memories. Right. Do a lot of cool things. You know, mom does this, we do these things together or dad and I do these things together. Right. Yeah. And I think it's important, um, uh, just
1: to kind of piggyback off what you just said is to, to foster that he- a healthy relationship with, um, with, with mom or with dad, right? Like you said, don't, don't put it in the kid's court, if you will, and make them choose, right? Um, they want to know that they're loved by both parents and, and they, they're going to, they want to pour out the love and they don't want to, well, I can't, I can't love you as much because you know, that, that, pisses mom off or makes dad angry. Right. Or vice versa. Right. And so uh, foster a healthy relationship with, with mom and dad. Don't make the child
0: choose. It's hard. I mean, when I was going through it and when I was in those original days and weeks, I was very angry with my son's mother. Right. And I know that I wasn't being very Mindful of what he was going through, right? But as I came to that realization, oh my gosh, I was able to try and focus more. Now, uh, his mother could not ever come to that, uh, which led her to engage in a lot of different really bad behaviors. Um, one of the other things that popped up was, don't talk about the legal issues, right. That was, I was really surprised uh, by the frequency of the kids we talked to that they said, look, we really don't want to know the minutia of the legal issues, what's going on. And so I think they need to know just enough that, hey, you know what? Uh, We are having a 50-50 custody issue, so therefore you're going to spend you know, this week with mom and then this week with dad, um, vacations, you know, we'll work together, but, um, you know, here's the legal issues, Mm -hmm. you, you know, share what you have Mm -hmm. to, but keep it as minimal as necessary. Really? Yeah. Really no
1: need to discuss, um, in depth details of, you know, uh, my lawyer costs this much, or this is what's going on. Uh, Anything, what you said, keep it simple, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, this is the schedule. I think it's important that you communicate that. Um, this is this is how our schedule, however, the schedule is going to work. Um, but it, that's that's appropriate to discuss those that that type of you know mm-hmm. uh, topic, if you will, in regarding legal issues in the schedule. But anything outside of that, um, there's there's really no need to discuss that.
0: And then that, yeah, because again, and talking to all these kids, they, you know, they found it very uncomfortable Yeah, that please don't talk to me. I don't really care about, you know, this witness or, you know, you're trying to gather dirt or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Look, you know what? That's between you and dad or you and mom. And it doesn't affect me right, so leave me alone. I don't want to hear it
1: right yeah, it's hey from from a from a lens from the lens of a child it's i'm I'm heartbroken too I'm confused there's i have all this uncertainty what is what is our family gonna look like? you know, how's this schedule gonna
0: work um I'm hurting what about birthday right what about Christmas? what about family vacations to yeah. Grandma grandpa
1: Right. And you by by discussing those legal matters, if you will, um, that's not that's not helping you're you're pouring salt on the wound. Basically, you're not fostering a healthy uh, relationship, um, not only with the spouse, but or ex spouse with your child, too, because, again, going back to I want to know that I'm loved. Yeah, I don't want I don't want to hear about all this garbage because at the end of the day, that's what it is. It's garbage.
0: And that ties right into one of the other frequently mentioned responses of. Don't please, 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 please stop bad mouthing mom, please, please, please stop bad mouthing dad. Right. It it hurts. And uh, several of them mentioned, look, you know. When you attack mom or you attack dad, you're attacking Mm -hmm. half of me. Right. Because I'm half mom and I'm half dad. Yeah. And when you start bad mouthing, what a loser, what a, you know, what an idiot and all these other bad terms you come up with to express your anger, you know, well, they're, you know, they're a slut because they slept around or, you know, uh, Dad can't keep his pants on because he's, you know, hitting everything in the office. Right. Okay. Whether that's true or not is immaterial. Right. And you want to talk, you know, keep those things, share them with your friends, um, share them with you, you know, other folks, but not with your kids.
1: Right. I think when when <laughs> the parent goes to that level and they bad mouth the, the ex-spouse, um, or the other parent, um, you're. What, what a lot of people don't realize is you're driving a, a wedge in your own relationship with your kid or children. Mm-hmm. Right, you're driving that wedge, and uh, you're putting up a wall that's that's going to be hard to tear down because you're
0: affecting your relationship uh, with your kid. I know my stepkids when they're. Dad, Well, not so much their dad, but their dad's family Mm -hmm. uh, would make negative comments about their mom. It made them angry. Right. And they would say, look, if this is the way you're going to talk about my mom, I'm out of here. Right. And whether it was a birthday party, whether it was a Christmas get together, didn't really matter. It's, look, I don't, you're you're making me angry. Mm -hmm. And they were at least old enough. They were teenagers. They were able to drive. And they said, we're not going to deal with this. Right. You either talk nice or don't talk at all. Right. Um, and I was really impressed with them by standing up for themselves. Sure. I don't know that they were necessarily standing up for their mom, but they were standing up for themselves. Right. And so, again, it's the unintended consequences. Yeah. You know, because divorce is, it's not a surgical issue. Right. it's very yeah. wide in the number of people that are impacted. Uh oh, yeah. ex including extended family. Yeah. So, it is easy. But from again from, from the words of the kids that we interviewed, please don't talk bad about these, you know, the other spouse in front of the kids or where they can hear within earshot. Right. You know,
1: I, I had to get to the point where like I would stop bringing up the issues um, with certain family members mm-hmm. because they would just encourage that bitterness and that anger to arise, and I stopped sharing that because I'm so tired of this. I can't move forward into a healthier relationship, um, not only with my son but with his mom, if I keep here and absorbing all this this garbage, and that's that's not what it should be about. Like you know. <clears throat> again, I, I don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. And you know, I had to get to a point. Like, here's the deal: I don't want you bad mouthing her.
0: I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to hear
1: it. Like, if you have if if you have something to say, go tell it to someone else. Like,
0: I don't want to hear it because that's not beneficial. No, it's not. And again, our children are hurting as yeah. much as we are going through this divorce. So, if we're really concerned about our children, then maybe we should do things that make the horribleness of a divorce less so. Right. Even if it's a fraction of a bit less, make it less so. Right. And you know, it's easy for
1: us to you know sit here on this podcast and say, "Oh, this these are the you know," it's easier said than done because yes, we, we've is. been there, but we've <laughs> oh. done that. We've seen the mm-hmm. impact and 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 the unhealthiness. It. And we've heard from kids, and so that's why we want to share this this very impactful, um, beneficial insight,
0: if you will, um, because that's what it's all about, right? Exactly, and in order for our kids to be healthy and productive adults, they've got to have a healthy, mentally, physically, spiritually uh, upbringing. right. And that brings it uh, to uh, you know another major topic, uh, and that is stop complaining about money. Yeah, um, I, I know that I have a sibling that would frequently comment, "Well, we can't do this because your dad ain't paid child support," or I've heard other you know people comment about, uh, you, you know, even my own ex-wife commented to our son that well, unless your dad pays these bills uh, or his half of the bills, we can't do this or you can't have that. Right. And it really made them feel bad. And then, of course, the kid was going on and saying, well, dad, it's your fault. If you would pay the money that you owe, then I could have this or I could do that. Right. Um, And what was interesting is that some of the times it wasn't even accurate. Right. And so you know you're using money as a weapon yeah. to to hurt the others, you know your ex-spouse, but the only one that's really getting hurt is your children. Right. Yeah, I I've had my
1: fair share of the uh the money uh concerns um you know being the one that pays child support. Um that's come up before and it's just like, are you serious? Again, going back to the, the legal uh, matters, what what benefit does that serve? To to talk, to discuss money with your child, mm-hmm. or and to bring up, well, your 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 mom or your dad didn't pay this or that. Like you really got to ask yourself, what what is this benefiting?
0: You're absolutely right, and the fact is, it's benefiting them because it's helping the the one parent make the other other parent look bad, right? And Again, trying to make the children choose a side to yeah. to pick me over them. Right. And they don't... I did, none of the children that we talked to said anything about, well, I like that. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Quite the opposite. They get tired of it. It might be okay once in a while that you say this. They can blow it off. But when it's a regular part of a dialogue that you... <laughs> have right. with your kids you know they, they, they the at least the ones we talked to all commented please we want to talk about things that are not divorce related if right. At all possible right
1: again this situation sucks don't don't make it worse
0: yeah it, right? we've
1: got to change the narrative and let's focus on the family
0: exactly um i mean if all if you live negative negative. It's, that negativity to... spreads it's, oh it's um
1: negativity breeds negativity
0: yeah it's uh it's a dark cloud yeah and it, it's it's easy to go there uh been there done that right um and it took a lot of effort to get out of it right uh so, some of the kids
1: that i've spoken with you know the whole a lot of them have this is all they know Mm -hmm. Right, much like like my situation with with my son it's it's pretty much all he knows Mm -hmm. you know doesn't make it any less because it's it's still confusing at times they go through different seasons in life where they're unsure or what is this or what's going on here and you still have the schedule thing going back and forth that's that's confusing yeah in and of itself um and so that that's been one of the main things is you know it's it's okay. It, it kind of sucks going back and forth at sometimes. times. Um, but we can could, we could manage that. But it's when you start talking bad, or you start bringing up issues that don't matter or that you should keep within your adult um, spectrum, if you will. Um, that's when things get worse. Again, I think parents, you, you need to
0: remember like, hey, this, this kind of sucks for the kid too, right? Exactly. And that kind of ties into co-parenting.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, you loved each other enough at one point to bring this kid into the world. Right. And for better or for worse, you may be going (laughs) separate directions, but you're going to be tied to the hip with this kid at least until they're 18, most likely for the rest of your life. Right. Because, you know, you may graduate them from high school, but, you know, there's there's life after (laughs) high school. Right. And so you're going to see each other. Yeah. And you're going to have to put the kids' needs above your own. And it, it, golly, it's hard, but who matters more? You and your anger for your spou- ex-spouse or your child? Right. And, you know, the, remind them, oh, you hear this so many times. But it, I think it is worth repeating, the divorce isn't the kid's fault. Tell them time and again. Look, you know what? I love you, right? And you know, your mom and I, we just it, things happened that were really nobody's fault, and it, you know, just we didn't. We figured that we weren't good together, mm-hmm. but we were good enough to take care of you, right?
1: Yeah, I don't.
0: I, I, again appropriately
1: sharing with your kid, yeah. right? Hey, this, this didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Right. But what matters is, is our relation relationship and that we're all going to work together and we're going to create a thriving family dynamic, if you will. Um, regardless if we have two separate homes. Um, yeah. I, um, yeah. So, uh,
0: you know, yeah, that's why going back to something we said before that was a, re, you know, the kids commented, don't argue, mom, dad, don't argue with each other in ways that the kids can hear or be a, you know, a party to, right. uh, you want to, you want to yell at each other, yell at each other, you know, through email mm-hmm. or over the phone, um, but not during an exchange not at school, not at the, you know, the the sports practice or sports game. That right. The best of your ability provide a united front. Yeah. Kids in a normal happy healthy family dynamic are going to pick you apart. Yeah. Whether you're divorced or married doesn't matter. Kids are going to try and find ways to pit you against each other. Mhm. And the older they get, the more they do it. (laughs) And so the better you can hide your animosity for each other and, you know, present a united front, um, whether it's on grades or behavior, um, online activity, dating, car driving, you name it. Right. You
1: know, um, something that we have, Suzanne and I have... um, really focused on is if we, if we have a, a disagreement and the kids are home, um, it's going to be held privately behind doors, mm-hmm. especially if it's invo- involving the kids. Now, sometimes we may bicker back and forth or have a disagreement that doesn't really impact them, but um, we do, we do so um respectfully, and we don't yell. We, we do it respectfully. And the kids always see us come to a resolution because that's one of our values, conflict resolution. So mm-hmm. I think it's good for them to see, um, a disagreement, if you will, or have a conversation, but we always, we always resolve it. But if it's a serious, a serious conversation, we're going to go behind doors. How, how do you do that with your ex-spouse? I think, I think we, you <laughs> don't, but we, Man, we see it all the time. I, I've 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 seen it in parking lots where two people are going at it, and who's sitting in the back car seat, yeah, staring at mom and dad going at it. Uh, but like you said, it's it do it do it when the kids aren't. I know it's 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 easier said than done because it's one trigger word, and oh yeah, dad gets set off or mom gets set off, mm-hmm. and then there you go, there goes the neighborhood. Right? It's <laughs> yeah. you know it, it's. Really being mindful of that. The kids are always watching. That is no joke. Whatsoever, oh, no they are always watching. And so, if you can really focus on having a conversation that's that's geared towards being respectful and modeling mm-hmm. that, well, again, like- you 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 are you're modeling the behaviors. And if you want to see those in your kid,
0: then. Right. You know, Uh so it it comes back to having healthy boundaries. Yeah. And it's, oh, you you keep saying it and I totally agree with you. We're sitting here saying, well, you should do this. You should do that. I can tell you from personal experience what happened when I did and when I did not. Right. When I was able to establish healthy boundaries, good things happened when I did not have healthy boundaries with um, my son's mother, horrible things happened. Yeah, And so it's from these lessons learned and listening to, you know, the the, the kids that we talked to that, you know, we've had over the years as students or that we, you know, have um, some of these were my nieces. Uh, I, my godson also threw in uh, their, their point of view on this. And so, it made, you know, it made it easier for me to go, aha, it's not, these are things, not, most of these kids didn't even know each other. Right. But yet they had a lot of the same common responses to the questions. Right. And yeah. the questions were as simple, what did your mom and dad do in the divorce that was, that you were glad they did, things that um, you wish they hadn't done? Mm-hmm. And things you wish they would have done. And so, I mean, and they then came up with laundry list of, you know, comments uh, or examples. And so, you know, that's why, you know, kids really, uh, um, they want to know just enough about what's going on that impacts them. Right. Not what impacts you as a parent, but them as a kid. When am I at mom's? When am I at dad's? Right. Yeah, no,
1: you're exactly right. And and I wanted to <clears throat> touch a little more on that the united front. Um a lot of times it's it's really hard, especially when you're just so angry and bitter. Oh, no, and man. and and I was there for many years. It was really hard to even be in uh my son's mom's That's a that's wordy. My son's mom's. How about my ex-spouse's presence? Uh, just because of the, of the bitterness and that prevented us from creating this united front uh-huh. and, and having those civil conversations. Now we, we got better at times um, and it's not like we're a hundred percent on, on the same page and we're not, I'd, I'd be lying if I said I, we were, but that's okay. Right. Cause we have our new lives, if you will. Sure. And that's going to happen. Um, but again, if you could, Focus on our why. Why is our children right? Our child, mm-hmm. um, and and where do we want to get them right? We we're, we want to promote success, and in order for us to do that, we have to operate um, it, with it with with unity. And so, if you could get to that level, I mean, think about how much more successful um, your child will be. And then, in turn, the benefit is, hey, you're going to have a healthier relationship with your ex. And I know some of you probably are thinking, you don't even want that right now at all. No. right? And and Um, we get that. We've been there. Trust trust us.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. I remember you talk about uh, not liking being in our presence. I think it was Braddock's third or fourth birthday that I met you guys down at Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, yeah. And... (laughs) Oh, Did you, that, could you feel it? Uh, so I, well, yeah. We, well, part of it was you and I were sitting in the corner, you know, bad mouth. <laughs> uh, oh. But you know, it's, 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 we've learned and we have seen it, it, these things that we have done that maybe weren't the best. Right. And some of the negative repercussions Of what we did and when listening to these other uh young people that we interviewed make some of the same comments it's kind of like okay you know yeah i was wrong in doing that and i don't want to repeat or continuously repeat uh these kinds of things or behaviors yeah yeah um
1: So with that being said, uh, we'll we'll lead into um, our next point, which is. What is your point? What is my point?
0: (laughs) Well, I think one of them is kids don't want to feel different by being in different homes. Yeah. And, you know, they're going to be different. Mom's place, dad's place. Oh, yeah. Um, maybe mom's living with dad or living with grandma and grandpa or dad's right. living with grandma and grandpa. Um, it, it's tough. And one, you know, and their kids are going to naturally say, well, you know, over at mom's, I get to do this. Over at dad's, I get to right. do that. And they're, they're, that's a part of that united front. But when mom says, well, if you don't like it, go over to dad's. Right. Or vice versa. You know, try... Uh, that was one thing that, you know, Eric's mom really did not do very well. And I tried really hard to make sure that Eric had a comfortable place when he came over to my apartment. It wasn't very big, but he had his own room. He had his own bed. I tried to have decorations, mm-hmm. you know, but you go, well, no, you ain't taking that. No, you ain't taking that. Or certain thing. Well, you, don't, you ain't going to bring clothes. You mm-hmm. just get clothes for him because I ain't transporting clothes. Right. And it's going kind of like, well, what about toys? No, I'm sorry, that toy's only for my house. Right. Well, that's okay, congratulations. You're being a brat. Right. You're being a big you're being a bee, and the only person that's hurting is Git. Right. And I mean, Eric really he really had toys that, you know, he could only have at his mother's. Right. I I
1: that's the thing. That, you know, when people are in this divorce, these blinders, the blinders have probably been there. Now they're just more evident. And it's your decisions aren't just impacting you. And that's uh, just what you said. And and I went through that with Braddock's too. It's like, OK, uh, well, I'm in a pretty poor financial situation right now. Um what do you mean these clothes can't come or, or, mm-hmm. or, or, you know, the toys or, you know, I have a separate home over here too, for, for him. Mm-hmm. And I have to provide for his needs as well. Um, but anyways, I'm probably going on a tangent. Um,
0: well, I'm, I'm right there with but, you. Cause I mean, like you, uh, I didn't, I was, she was more financially well off. She had the family home. She had the higher paying job. Right. Uh, through her BS, she got me fired from my job. So I didn't have a whole lot of money coming in mm-hmm. and providing just the bare essentials of a place, f- you know, for Eric and I and a car and all of that was sucking up most of the money. So there wasn't a lot left over for extras and fun. Well, Why can't we go to the movies? I'm going, well, bud, I'm, I'm a little shy on cash. But how about you and I go swim at the Uh, you know, swim pool at the apartment or how about we play a game? Right. Um, And it was, you know, when, Oh, well I got this cool thing that, uh, but mommy said I couldn't bring it.
1: Right. Uh, Yeah. When, when you're making, if you're making decisions to do that, if you come to a point where you're making those choices, your thoughts are, how could I hurt my ex spouse? I'm going to do it this way. well, Wake up. You're hurting the child.
0: Yeah. It's, you know, it's when, it, it, again, it's your hatred for your ex is greater than your love for the kid. Yeah. And the kids want to be left out of the mess as much as possible. Right. They don't want to be forced to take sides. They don't want to have the, you know, horrible, Not, I guess that's the wrong way of saying it. But they don't want to uh, they want as much consistency pre divorce as post divorce right and you know it, i i I have witnessed way too many times talking to so many you know working with the kids as we have over you know the right. last you know fifteen twenty years um, as well as my work with you know divorce families uh, all across the country it is you know you keep hearing some some common themes and <clears throat> if we can get past our hatred for our exes our kids can have much healthier more full lives right and so yeah that I think that's the biggest piece
1: again it's it's a process going back to you know the grieving you know from the loss through the divorce and, and which is, it's a loss, right? It's, it's like a death and allow yourself to grieve. Um, but when you, you when you get over, I don't know, I don't want to say, say that Accept, yeah, the loss. Sorry, I'm going to correct myself. You don't get over it. Uh, you accept the loss. Um, and then your, your child or children, um, that that's your vision, right? What is your vision for your children? And, and you you need to get over that bitterness and their anger and accept the loss, so that you can focus on creating a thriving relationship with your children and getting to that point where you're you're in a healthy relationship with their
0: their parent, their mom or their dad. Right? I'm glad you brought up loss because the loss that you and I, as an adult, feel you know as dads. The, you know, grieving the loss of the marriage and our understanding and our vision of what family was going to be like, kids are going through the same thing. Right. I mean, they're going through the same issues of anger and depression, the stress, the anxiety. Um, I mean, being a kid today in 2021 is way harder than it was when I was growing up, you know, in the seventies and eighties, you and well, more recent, um, But it is, I'm glad I'm not a teenage kid. Yeah. And so, you know, going through the divorce, the idea is how much are we putting focus and interest on the mental and emotional health of the kids? I mean, putting even if mom and dad are getting along fine, even if the divorce is amicable and mom and dad are co-parenting great. You still got the issue of the kids, and I, I I am a firm believer of having a therapist to talk to. It doesn't have to be for life, but you know, for a few months to help provide right. some adjustment.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're going through this this life change, and again, going back to that uncertainty what's What's going on? And then uh, being. Being aware that your your child's mental well being um, is affected by this, you mm-hmm. know, is is important. Um, but you you can't you can't ever get there if you're focused on yourself or you're focused on what had happened and how much you hate your ex spouse. You really need to realize, like, hey, you all all of the, the whole family has just been uprooted if you will and it's you all are going to go through this new transition Um, but for all involved you you need to focus on your mental well-being and like you said it's okay to get help and i think it's important is if you know that like man i just cannot handle the situation get help
0: if you're a kid listening to our podcast talk to a school counselor if you if you have one that uh, you feel comfortable talking to if not go find your favorite teacher and talk to them. I got to tell you, I have had dozens of kids over the years come and talk to me, especially more recent over the last few years as kids know about the work that I do um, with divorced families and and, and talk to them and say, hey, look, you know, I'm really struggling. And just, you know, it's okay to vent. I mean, that's as a school teacher, I can tell you that's kind of what I'm here for. I mean, yeah, my job is to teach you social studies. Okay, that's what they pay me for, but I'm actually here for for so many other reasons and helping you figure you know, help you out with whatever's making you angry, frustrated, anxious. Because if you're worried about those things, anything I try and teach you in the classroom or you Bryce teach them in the classroom is absolutely Not going to be effective. You're going to be marking time. You're not actually going to be paying attention and learning because you're distracted by all these other issues. Right. And you know, I guess you could even go so far as to say, "Mom, Dad, can you make me an appointment? I'd like to. I think I need to talk to a therapist to work out some of my issues. Right. And you know, if Mom and Dad, well, what's going on? Well, it's divorce stuff, and I'm having a hard time processing. I'd really like to talk to somebody.
1: Right, uh, you know. Again, to the kids, uh, gosh, even to the adults, right? Um, don't allow the stigma to prevent you from uh, being mentally healthy, right? Or seeking help, if you will. Like like Rod said, over over the years, I've had so many kids that if that have crossed my threshold with tears in their eyes, and it's just, hey, what's going on? What's going on? And it's it's taken some time to. Get, get it out while my parents are going through a divorce. And it happens mm-hmm. all the time. And sadly, uh, I, you know, we, we admit that, but that's the reality. The reality is uh,
0: people get divorced. And now that we're in this COVID, post COVID uh, America, divorces are at an all time high. Yeah. So it, it is. For us to make it through, we've got to address the the emotional issues uh, of the breakup of what we thought family was going to be. Right, and sometimes just you're right when you talk about stigma, the stigma of divorce, the stigma of you know the mental health. Look, it doesn't mean that you are you know, loco or cuckoo or whatever, Right. it just simply means, look, I need somebody to talk to, to vent somebody that can help me kind of just figure stuff out. Yeah. I can't tell me, tell
1: you how many times all throughout my life, I've refused to allow the words I need help come out of my mouth. Oh, amen. And I look back, wow, how foolish. But again, I think that stigma—that's how I was raised. We didn't talk about those things. We no. didn't talk about our feelings. Like, grow an extra layer of skin, you know, or mm-hmm. you know, toughen up. You know, I, I think you and I are both raised with the you know sticks and stones will <laughs> yeah. break my bones, right? That era, uh, but that's not the reality. Um, if you're hurting, ask for help, and it's it, again, it's hard. I can I can tell you from the life that I've lived you know, that's hard to get to that point. Like, hey, I need help. But, you know, picking up that phone call and calling Rod when I was struggling <laughs> made all the difference. Or, you know, calling or reaching out to someone else or sitting down with a coworker at work and having mm-hmm. a conversation um, of what I was going through really helped me um, as I walked
0: through the whole divorce process. Oh, you know, because I have learned... That the idea, like you were saying, of uh, grow skin, you know, get us, you know, just toughen up, right. you know, grow, a, you know, well, basically what happened for me is that I stuffed it all down mm-hmm. and I didn't address it. And it began to manifest itself and reappear in ways that were non-productive. Mm-hmm. that, you know, because it's coming out and you can either have it done in a way that you can control it or in a way that it controls you right and i mean you know this can manifest itself in drug abuse alcohol abuse oh promiscuity gosh. um you name it right. you know very dangerous and you know hazardous behaviors risky behaviors um whether it is an adult or a child doesn't matter it, this stuff's coming out right And so I guess that's why Bryce and I are saying, look, if you're having a hard time, it's okay to talk to somebody and say, look, I'm having a hard time with this to ask for help. Because Bryce and I are both here telling you, we didn't really ask for help sometimes. Well, for me, it wasn't until it was almost too late. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I I agree. Um, Reaching out um for help is is so important important if you if you could look at it and as as this and say i'm gonna i'm gonna seek help because it's gonna help our whole entire family mm-hmm. by by me getting the help that i need is going to bring more healthiness more more awareness if you will um to our situation and help us help us grow um in a healthier way um so yeah again it's easier said than done um cuz we both have been there but we both encourage you to to seek help right don't yeah. don't go it alone right um but like we said a uh, help from a a a bottle of Jack is not going to, is not your answer. Okay. Although it tastes good coming yeah. back, the stuff that comes out of your mouth is, is really negative for all involved. So seek the help uh, from a professional or even, you know, friends, or like I said, I called rod or other friends and whatnot. I'm kind of rambling on at this point, but the, the point is don't go it alone.
0: Get help. It's okay to get help. So on that note, we're going to call it a day. We sure appreciate y'all tuning in and listening to us. Again, divorce really sucks. Whether you're as an adult or as a kid, whether you're the parent or, you know, the brother, the sister, the aunt, the uncle, the cousin, the grandparent, when you're involved in divorce, it just flat out sucks. So hopefully some of the suggestions that we have shared with you or the ideas that we have shared with you can hit home. And make an impact and help you have a home, sweet home. All
1: right. Stay tuned. Next episode, we're going to carry on with our conversation with divorce, but with a special guest. And tune in. We'll catch you
0: next time. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.